Hello, America. Hello, Australia. I hope you're all doing great. Welcome back to the Fantasy Unleashed podcast. Josh Selway here. We're going back into the Galaxy Bun. Been diving through the numbers, getting ready for another NFL Sunday, another DFS slate. And if I could, I would be placing bets as well. But I can't do that because I live in Ohio and, well, we've been down this road. Got folks here dragging their feet, letting money leave the state. It's sad to see. Let's talk some football. Let's change some lives. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got a big old fiesta coming up this week. We got the Cowboys going to Arrowhead Stadium to play the Chiefs. We got a big old fat... Juicy 56 and a half point over under. I already got Beaver text me. Whenever we get one of these games that are just clearly one of the games of the year, fantasy-wise, I'm a boring, boring person. So I start to think, how can I fade this? How can I be contrarian? Whereas Beaver, I mean, he's already sent this exact text. Quote, not only will I revolve everything around it, but I will increase my volume to get even more of it. Of course, this is exactly the strategy we should not be utilizing, the type of thinking that should not drive our decision-making, yet here we are. But Cowboys-Chiefs, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's interesting to point out, though, last few weeks, Chiefs defense has been starting to improve. Notable difference in yards per play given up, and they have been giving up fewer big plays as well. Still on the season, yards per completion, those type of stats that show how many chunk plays, they're still one of the worst in the league, but recently they've been playing better. If you are looking for an angle to exploit here, one could be, on the Dallas side, Dalton Schultz. Yes, Michael Gallup's back. That's another guy to get targets. But the Chiefs have given up 641 receiving yards to tight end this this year. Fifth most in the the league. On DraftKings, their fantasy rank is 26th as well. So they give up points to the tight end. We could be looking back to Dalton Schultz. He's 4,600 on DraftKings this week. Meanwhile... CeeDee Lamb coming off the big week. This is the most expensive he's been all year at 7,600. I'm so excited for this one. I even dug into the weather, and it's going to be a crisp 55 degrees in Kansas City. Sunny, no clouds. It does say it could be 17 mile-per-hour winds, but we'll monitor that. That could be absolutely nothing. Who knows? I'm not a meteorologist. Right now, this line, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, Chiefs minus 2.5, and and again, 56.5 point over-under. I think a lot of people are going to be taking the Cowboys. I want to see in this game if Dallas comes out, tries to establish the run, if Kansas City's defense can continue to improve. And when Dallas goes to throw, if they can get any pressure, they have 14 sacks on the season, which I think is like the fewest in the league, bottom five at least. But according to ESPN, four pass rush win rate, three of their highest percentages, however the fuck that's calculated, I don't know, came in the past four weeks. So recently their pass rush has gotten a lot better. We'll see if they can get the DAC. What I'm thinking right now for DFS purposes on DraftKings is I only play one lineup a week, but this week, if I am not heavily correlated to this game, I will be playing a second lineup. I do this sometimes when there's an outlier because this game is a huge outlier. I'll be playing a second lineup just to stack this game in case it goes absolutely nuts. The Ravens are heading to Chicago. Five-point favorites, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, 45-point over-under. The Ravens coming off this bad loss against the Dolphins. As we talked about earlier in the week, the Dolphins played a lot of cover zero, put everyone up on the line against Lamar. 
and it seemed to really throw off the Ravens' offense. Will the Bears emulate this at all? Is this something we could see more teams doing? No way to tell, but the Ravens, to me, I'm still fascinated by them because they're so up and down. I still see the upside for Lamar. It hasn't been consistent yet. Recently, the Ravens and the Bears have been giving up big plays on defense. Khalil Mack is still missing practices, but I should say as well, Lamar just missed another practice today, recording this on Thursday, and Hollywood Brown missed as well. Obviously, we're going to be monitoring those. Lamar just has an illness, but going into this game, the Bears have been great against tight ends so far this year, so that would suggest that maybe it's not a Mark Andrews game if Hollywood Brown could come back him or Bateman could be the beneficiaries if this game can go over top of that 45 point over under, which I think it could because if the Bears don't get Cleo Mack back, they're not going to get any pressure on Lamar. They already have the lowest hurry percentage in the league, according to pro football reference. And even though they've only given up 69 quarterback rush yards, one of the best numbers in the league, they've haven't, they haven't faced a rushing quarterback yet. So we don't know how they're going to fare here. I just want to keep betting on Lamar's ceiling going forward. He needs to get healthy, obviously. It would help to have Hollywood in this matchup since the Bears give up big plays. But if it's all together for the Ravens come Sunday, this is a game that I think could go over that 45-point total. Another high total game on this week is Cincinnati at Vegas. Since he's given one point with a 50.5-point total for this game, again, indoors in Vegas, hard not to like the Bengals, but... What I'm looking at here, reception props, total yards in the game. T. Higgins and Hunter Renfro have the same prop at 60 and a half yards. Never bet the under on Hunter Renfro in any capacity. On the other side of the ball for the Bengals offensively, we just saw the Raiders get torched by the Chiefs. We know Cincy likes to air it out. Could this be a high-scoring game on Cincy's side of the ball? The metrics for the Raiders' pass defense is they've been giving up more big pass plays in recent weeks evidenced by last week's 400-yard explosion by Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs, and we have Jamar Chase coming in. And just to show how much of a big threat Jamar Chase is, he's one of only two players in the league with more than 700 receiving yards, but fewer than 50 catches. He has 44 catches. The other player is CeeDee Lamb. These guys have more catches than Jamar Chase. Jacoby Myers, DeAndre Swift, Christian Kirk, and of course Hunter Renfro. All those players, more catches than Jamar Chase, yet Jamar Chase because he averages like 19 yards per reception, is still way higher in yards. Joe Flacco is back. Joe Flacco is back. The Jets are going to be home against the Dolphins. Dolphins giving three and a half points. The total is 44 and a half. And I went through Joe Flacco's stats from last season. I can give them to you right now, but I won't. We know that he sucks, but he did play against Miami last year. In that game, Jamison Crowder had 13 targets. What does this mean? Nothing. Nothing matters. That doesn't matter. The Jets, defensively, have just been hemorrhaging running back yards. Fantasy points to the running back position. Miles Gaskin could be an interesting DraftKings play this coming week. The Jets have given up the most total yards to opposing running backs this year. And they've given up 17 rush touchdowns, which is five more than the next closest team. The offensive line and injuries has been holding the entire Dolphins offense back. But the Jets' defense could be bad enough that it doesn't matter. Could we dig through the trash here and mess around with Tua a little bit? I'm still not sure the weapons are there for a blow-up game. But he could be solid against this bad, bad Jets defense. One more note for the Jets' side of the ball. Scott Barrett of Fantasy Points noted out that Elijah Mitchell over the past two weeks has been fifth in wide receiver fantasy scoring. So let's keep an eye on him as another rookie that could have a big second half of the year if they have any type of pulse at all in quarterback. 
Packers defense has been lights out. Over the past seven weeks, only two teams have scored over 20 points on the Packers. And that helps explain why the total in the past seven games has gone under every single time. In fact, the Packers have covered the spread in every game this season but the opener. Over the past three games, only the Panthers' defense has a lower yards per play given up than the Packers. One final note before we get out of here. Just saw the headlines that A.J. Brown was having suicidal thoughts last year. He posted this on social media. This comes after Calvin Ridley a few weeks ago went away from the team to focus on his mental health. And I just want to point out, Calvin Ridley was already on my mind just because of what a huge decision that had to be for him and the courage it had to have taken to make that decision. And just my thought that maybe if more people were proactive and took this type of step to focus on their mental health, to be aware that they're having issues, we could avoid the type of blowups that so many people in the social media age like to point at and judge people on. So we should be encouraging people to do what Calvin Ridley did in all walks of life, not just professional athletes. Take the time, focus on your mental health, get your shit straight. Mental health is something that's important to us here at Fantasy Unleashed, and it's something that I want to have more discussions about going forward because on one hand, there's too many people that sit out there and look at professional athletes and act like, how could they ever have issues? Or anyone who's rich, for that matter, how could they have issues? Whereas the guys at home just sitting on their ass who like to judge these players can barely get it up at night to pork their wife, let alone take the field in front of thousands of people and perform. You know, so many people like to rip on athletes when they go and do something dumb, but if they take the proper measures to get their life in order, maybe we should be putting the same amount of attention on that as well and commending them. All right, that's all I wanted to say about that. DFS pod coming out this weekend. Make sure you check it out. Hear who Beaver and Rob are playing. I will be looking to make another video for the Fantasy Unleashed YouTube page. If you haven't checked out the Vegas video, check it out on YouTube. Until next time, Australia, I love you. God, are you beautiful. You hoo